what is the movie that gets you in the Christmas spirit? Because this is a movie podcast, and so far we haven't talked wait, about wait, one wait, movie. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Ask that exact question. What is the Christmas movie that gets you in the Christmas spirit? That's not what you said. You said, what is the movie? No, wait, wait. You shush. Everyone shush. You say it again. What, what is the movie that gets you in the Christmas spirit? It was spirit? set in like a fun Christmas season. Say hey. it like Santa Claus. Say it like Santa Claus. Hello, Gary. <laughs> Don't know keep going. Says. Keep going. What is the movie that gets you in the Christmas spirit? Oh, terrible. Santa Claus is... Play the intro. <laughs> it's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hey, you got it. What is the uh, movie that gets you in the Christmas spirit, eh? <laughs> and now we've crossed the racial line. Hey, <laughs> Gary, it's Ray Winston. What movie gets you in the Christmas spirit? Bet365. <laughs> Bet365. Oh. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Andering Movie Podcast, where we like to discuss movies, TV shows, games, and everything else in the intro, apparently. Uh, the intros are getting away from us. <laughs> getting out of control. <laughs> They're getting out of control. Do you know what's great? Is that, what, what 25-minute chunk? It's just going to get cut down to <laughs> two seconds. Yeah, yeah we hope for your sake that stinger. you're maybe two minutes into listening and you do not have to listen to any of the shit that we've been spouting <laughs> for I think the last I think the thing minutes. about Ryan We're like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine. We've got cold opens now. That's, That's true, we do have cold opens. To summarize, I love Christmas. Gary and Gav didn't really say, which was annoying because that was the whole point of the whole thing we just spoke about. And Phil, presents Phil said Christmas something day. really sinister, really sinister. Really sinister. We know and no one's going to believe too. that, but it's true. Um, uh, Gav's yeah, one of those week, people who thinks he's too cool to like Christmas. I don't. I just. I just don't enjoy Christmas. <laughs> this week we are going to discuss uh, what movies we like to Wait, watch. Who are we that get us into the Christmas spirit? And who are we? And I am, if you'd let me fucking finish my intro, <laughs> Gary Copeland, to my right. Uh, the jolly old soul. Gavin. Oh, I thought you were going for the jolly old soul Gavin. Because, you know, that's how you refer to Santa Claus and as jolly old soul. And Skittles. And Taste the Rainbow. Ooh. Taste the Rainbow. And then, of course, Audio Boy. Audio Boy. Eating chomp- fucking biscuits. Chomping it up in the corner. <laughs> biscuits with a win. So yeah, so um, <laughs> outside of you just loving Christmas, outside of presents making me feel Christmassy, outside of reindeers getting Dying. wet dry, <laughs> and outside of not enjoying Christmas, what movies are the best movies to get into? Let's the, do Gavin's into first because I know them spirit. and they're fucking horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> they're not horseshit films; they're just horseshit Christmas films. Uh, so yeah, almost every Christmas at this point. I don't know when I started doing it, but I watch uh, Predator. <laughs> on Christmas. Uh, you, we what? were talking a bit just before we started recording. Yeah. And you kept saying, like, yeah, I'm, you know, Christmas Day, I'll sit, I'll have a Chinese, I'll watch Predator, and, and then blah, blah, blah. And I, I, didn't, I didn't really think much of it, but yeah, yeah what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, the original Predator, the, Arnie. What other one is there? Predators with Adrian Brody. I mean, that was good. That is, yeah, it's a good movie. But I, of course, would always choose, get on a chopper, stick no, I, it I out. I mean, I do agree. I, I ain't just, got time to bleed. What was the latest one called? Uh, the Predator. The pre- I mean, so that the reason I'm asking is there are now three Predator movies, which yes. if you're not careful... But if you listen to my, or my, our episode of where we did the best and worst movies of 2018, you'll know how I felt about yeah, The I Predator. I it was going to be The Predator, but I think I, fucking I love that film. Predators. It's so good. Obviously, people with autism can speak to aliens. Exactly. That's <laughs> Hollywood, you've done it again. <coughs> but yeah, I, I don't know when it started, but one year, Predator was on the TV on Christmas Day, and I just sat there and I watched it. ITV2. 
Uh, it might have been Channel Def- 5. Well, yeah, true. And then after that, I thought, you know what? Channel 5, 2 a.m. morning, softcore porn. There's nothing better. <laughs> Ryan gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to blaze past that one. <laughs> For all of our young listeners. Um, How many young listeners? We don't and if we do, we definitely fucking I think, I guess our youngest listener is probably Audio Boy. He doesn't listen to anything we say. I mean, technically, he has to when he does it like a wee editing. But anyway, yeah, so I, I watched this week. Uh, there's, I found there's nothing better on Christmas Day than drinking too many uh, beers. Eggnogs. Uh, sure. Uh, laced with whiskey. Uh, and watching uh, Predator. Sometimes I'll throw in Predator too if I'm feeling a bit daring. Oh, what? And but is that the. So the, your recommendation, straight out the gates, is the film to get you in the most Christmassy mood. Yes. For our listeners, yes. the best Christmas film you can recommend right now, yes. Predator. Yes. Also, for context, Predator 2 was released the same week. I think it was released like Christmas Eve 1991. That can't have been good for sales. No. <laughs> it's almost like that movie wasn't good and they just could have pushed it The box it office was... Probably, no, I think, I think going to the cinema... Christmas Eve is probably quite big in New I mean, that's why Star like Wars comes out and stuff. US is big on US is cinema, big on right? cinema days. Yeah, because they're more of a Thanksgiving over Christmas type of people, so they go out. I think. No, they fucking go big for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're consumer disgusting. capitalism. Consumer capitalism. But yeah, that's why like Star Wars, I guess, or the big Disney movie. Like, what was it last year? It was the big Disney movie like Star Mary Poppins? <laughs> oh, Mary Poppins. Probably still Star Wars. <laughs> Nanny Returns. No, Solo came out last year, and that came out in the summer. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess the four movies that I would say would be Predator. Four movies. Uh, Predator 2. No. Predators. Predator, Predator Die Hard. <laughs> the Predator. Lethal Weapon. And It's a Wonderful Life. There we go. You weren't expecting you that You got one? an actual Christmas one in there. Well, technically, well, Die Hard's a Christmas film. So is Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon's set at Christmas. Nope. Right, but is yep. it? are they Christmas films or are they... Like, it's the age-old question. Yeah. Like, I think is Die, Die Hard, Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. It's definitely more of a Christmas movie than Lethal Weapon. Gavin? Die Hard is definitely a more Christmas movie than Lethal Weapon. No, but are they are, are they Christmas movies? Die Would Hard, you say it's a Christmas? Die Hard movie? is one hundred percent a Christmas movie because it has not just because of like a Christmas tree in it, but because they it's make reference family. to Christmas things and he's coming for Christmas. And it opens with the uh, Christmas in the Holly. This is true. DMC. Also, it happens happens to have Christmas music in it. So well. I got, like I've got a many I've got Christmas a, films should. I've got a simple formula for whether or not a film's actually a Christmas film or not. Die Hard is a Christmas film yes. by my 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 formula. Ho ho ho. No, I have a machine gun. My my simple rule, my rule of thumb is, if a film's score, not the soundtrack, so if it has a Christmas song in it, that's a good sign, Mm -hmm. but if the score has sleigh bells, like jingle bells Mm -hmm. somewhere in it, it's a Christmas movie. Uh, Also, just a disclaimer, we're sorry about Gavin, who says he's good at films, but it's actually, now I have a machine gun, and then ho, ho, ho comes after, but sorry about that, listeners, just, we can carry on. Is it? Yeah. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. ho. Yeah, because Alan Rickman takes fucking ages to <laughs> say ho, ho, ho. He goes, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Luxley, I'm going to cut your heart out with a spoon. Different film. I know, but it's my favourite thing to say that he said. Why a spoon? Because it would hurt. Because it'd People are like, oh, good. More shit Alan Rickman impressions <laughs> two weeks in a row. Uh, my favourite being Die Hard is the guy that... Uh, doesn't understand what's going on because he's coked up out of his tits. Yeah. And John McCain Ellis. is... Ellis. John McCain's like, Ellis, fucking leave it, man. <laughs> and Ellis is like, no, I love... What is it? He's like, I know John McCain or I love John McCain. And he's like, oh, so you McClane, know McClane. John McCain. McClane, sorry. Because John McCain... Was Chip off the old John block. John McCain <laughs> loves his chippies. 
Do you want to hear? Any, do you want to hear my tummy if I put the microphone down? No, no. Nope. Uh, my favourite scene from all of Die Hard is chippies. when you get to watch. Uh, Feed me chippies, Gary. I'm hungry for chippies. I wish I was dead. <laughs> my, yeah. That was my tummy. That was. A, I just put the mic down to my belly button. My uh, my favourite scene from all of Die Hard is when Bruce Willis. You get a, a long extended scene of Bruce Willis just rubbing his feet on the carpet. Because the like guy that. in the plane tells him to. Yeah. And do you remember when he's on the plane and his, he has his gun? Yeah. He's like, I'm a policeman. I was like, it doesn't matter. Different times. They definitely eh? do not let you <laughs> take guns on the plane, whether or not you're a policeman. Maybe they did back then. I don't think so. What do you mean back then? It was like the 80s. It wasn't like... Yeah. It was pre- the Wild like, West. Like, it was like a long time pre, ago. Yeah, but pre-9-11. Maybe. 9-11 changed the world, Ryan. It changed the world. It changed the toy lines. It changed our lives. It changed everything. Changed the toy lines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, what do you like about a wonderful life? Uh, Clarence. The colour. The, yeah. Uh, the absolute unapologetic misery of it that then turns into pure joy in the end. Yeah, which a is wonderful what Christmas life is, is fucking grim, isn't it? Yes, what Christmas is. Christmas is pure, genuine misery until you get so pissed that everything becomes brilliant again. I that's, think That's not my no. take on Christmas whatsoever. It's just your daily life, Gavin. <laughs> yes, but on Christmas Day, it's an extra level of misery. Christmas Day, he doesn't get the guilt about the drunkness. This is true, because you're allowed to start drinking the minute you wake up. You can have a bacon roll and a pint at fucking nine in the morning. We always, always start have that in lots of pubs in Glasgow. We always start off with, uh, I keep saying samosas, but it's not a samosa, it's a mimosa. Mimosa. Yeah, that's how we start off. You are Christmas. so English. Why? Because you start off the morning with mimosas. I mean, I'd love I, to I, Buck's fizz, right? I'd yeah, love to champagne yeah. and orange juice. I'd love yeah. to start a Christmas day with a samosa, though. That sounds class. Samosa, <laughs> samosa breakfast. Do you know the best thing about... Uh, if you if you looked at my family Christmas, which I love, we've never had a Christmas at our own house. We always have it at my grand's house. His uh, grand, by the way, let's shout out, is the greatest human being I think I've ever met in my life. I thought you said his grand, by the way, shit out. <laughs> no. What? Shout, shout out my mum who <laughs> shout at me. Shout out. <laughs> She, she is one of the, the greatest human beings I've had the pleasure to spend an evening. You got to meet her. I got to meet her. She yeah. seemed topped. She loved the quiz. Well, she, she loved you as well. Did she? When you were like, and, like give the answer, and she's like, oh, fuck you. It's not the answer. And it's like, yep. And, it's like, and I was like, you're just like, don't argue back, Grand. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> Nan, by the way. Okay, nah. uh, Yeah, so we have it on my nantes, and, uh But if you look in the window, we look like we get to feel proper rich on Christmas because Ooh. my dad. Works for Glen Morangy, who are owned by LVMH, Louis Vuitton and Moy Hennessy. Nice. Which means every Christmas, we only ever drink bottles of Moy because he gets them for free at Christmas time. Remember, remember, like a week or two ago, you're like, "Hey, Gav, like, just come up to mine for Christmas." I'm like, "No, I'm good. I think I'm going to come up to Ryan's for Christmas now." Drink Moy. You can come if you want. Yes. You have to drive. Can we? Yeah, of course. Four good films. Can we wear dungarees? You don't have to. I want to. <laughs> I want to wake up at Christmas Day and wear dungarees. Off. You slated them off 20 minutes ago. Disclaimer, I'm wearing Yeah, but dungarees. that's the thing about Christmas Day. Once again, you can wake up, have a bacon roll, a pint of nine, and you can wear whatever the fuck you want all day. You can wear pajamas, you can wear boxers, you can wear nothing, you can wear a woman. My little brother's favourite thing to do is, after all the presents are opened, put on all the clothes he's received <laughs> on Christmas Day at once. <laughs> that's a good Solid. way to start. 
So uh, as I got older and older, my Christmas went from like, oh, sweet, I've opened everything. Now I'm going to choose what to play with to I'm going to take all these books upstairs and and then come back down and start helping with the cooking because I can't commit to a book. It's Christmas Day and I'm already half cut. So can't enjoy any of my presents. Yeah, <laughs> but you read your book on Christmas Day, you have to reread it again the next day because like, no one knows what was in that book. Like, that's when it's like, I've got to find room for these clothes and the, the cupboard and I've got to find all this space for new underwear. And uh, fucking I've got how... six boxes of chocolates and uh, two boxes of beer. So how like... annoying is it now, as a grown-up, having to like throw away old clothes? I didn't. I never thought about it as a kid, like how annoying it would be. But having to, like getting going out shopping and spending like 50 quid on, on like half a new wardrobe and coming home and going... I haven't got fucking space for this. And then having to go through my old clothes and choose what I don't like anymore and what looks a bit tatty. And it's just one of those jobs that I'd never considered, but I fucking hate it. I recently did it where I had a bunch of clothes that didn't fit anymore. And I was clinical about it. I was just like, doesn't fit. It's not staying in the bag. Welcome to our movie podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Uh, Ryan, what are the (laughs) movies that inspire Christmas feelings within you? Uh, So... There's definitely, I think, at Christmas time, there's a, a thin divide of films that are Christmassy. Yeah. There are Christmas films and films that are usually from the 80s are nostalgic and you're used to watching those at Christmas time. Yes. So a really good Christmas film for me is the film Uncle Buck with John Candy. Yes. It's yeah. not a Christmas film. Nope. No. But it's one I watch at Christmas all the time. Audio Boy has a look upon his face of confusion. It's not set around Christmas time. Uh, I'm thinking there's, sure there's snow in the movie. I think Christmas is in it, but it's definitely he's there for a year. Right? Definitely, no. no, Uncle Buck. He's there for like a weekend. He's no, there for like one whole year. No, <laughs> not that long. Yeah, I mean they go because the woman's dad's in hospital. If he was in hospital for a year, <laughs> just fucking unplug him. Oh, okay, I um, no, like, but it's just that kind of film I watch at Christmas time. Another film that is really good at Christmas that I really enjoy that loads and loads and loads of people do is Love Actually. However, we should really take a look at ourselves because Love Actually is actually just full of horrible people. Like I, this is one of my cinema sins. I've I've sporadically watched parts of Love Actually, but never seen the whole I've thing. never seen the whole thing. I know that I know that Rick Alan Rickman. I always got to call him Alan. No, Rick Rick, Rick, Rick Allenman. I was Rick, Allen. Rick Allen. Alan Rickman. I know Alan Rickman fucks off Emma Thompson by giving her a CD and buying some office. Have you, have have you heard f- uh, Blue by Johnny Mitchell? It's a good album, man. <laughs> it was way nicer than the necklace that girl got. <laughs> he has some floozy. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. Like, is he obviously, he is. He, um, he buys a girl a necklace. I'm pretty sure you never see him give her this necklace. Uh-huh. So you don't know what occurs. But. Uh, we we must presume that something happens. Yeah, it's it's alluded I hope not. to. Because I mean, it's a, it's a um, Richard Curtis film, so it's going to have a pleasant, happy, good feeling ending. So it's like, it, but does it? Uh, For some of them, it, like the like <laughs> like the prime minister and stuff. He like Tony Blair gets a nice ending. Bill, Bill Nye because the Iraq uh, War didn't Christmas exist in love actually, me, right? Hmm? Bill Nye sings that song. Christmas is all around me. Yeah, yeah. I like Christmas that is all around. Is it Love Actually where there's a scene where Martin Freeman's just ploughing some woman in the... It's uh, Gavin, it's Stacey from Gavin and Stacey. Oh, I thought it was Martin Freeman. No, I, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Martin Freeman, but the woman, the woman is Stacey from Bill Gavin Nye and Stacey. Bill Nye ploughing Martin Freeman is my new... Uh, I'm going to be disappointed if I don't see that in Love Actually when um, I'm into your own. Yeah, I'm until that's in like a family Christmas movie, just, just, just a ploughing scene. 
Well, they're, Did we no, not they're literally say this a second ago? They're porn actors. I know they're, I know, no, they're, not, they're not porn actors. They're not making a porno. They're filming a sex scene in a film. They're body doubles. I think lots of people think they're filming a porno, but they're not. They're body doubles. Still mental. In a film. No, it's also mental that the guy who just whose name leg. I can never remember, who was in my family, goes to America and has sex with those four American yeah. girls. That's weird. I say, I, what What's the, his name? What the uh, fuck? Cure? That's is, Alicia Cuthbert and January Jones, are two of those four women. Is it? It's weird to think. Yeah. yeah. Is his name Nick Hewer? Is in real life or in love, actually? I, I think in real life his name is Nick Hewer. Well, I think his name's kind of... Nick is, Hewer's the guy from The Apprentice. <laughs> his name's Nick in my family. Is that what you're thinking of? Oh, that'll probably... <laughs> uh, his name in love, actually, is... He's def- I don't know why I'm at the top, but he's definitely at the bottom of this list. <laughs> I... This is the first time in ages. His name I've is Colin Frissle. And there's a bit at the gate when he goes, my name is Colin Frissle and he's got a big knob. <laughs> That's class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, um, Andrew Lincoln's character. Yes. And with, Keira Knightley's character. Whole, uh, are co- fucking shitbags. Yeah, they're terrible people. They shouldn't be together. Like, he does that whole board thing, which everyone's like, oh, it's kind of cute. Every he's music- a fucking stalker. Yeah. Who has an obsession. And then she kisses him in the street when she's literally just married his best friend. Like, and obviously it's like a kiss that says, oh, thank you for what you did. A kiss is a kiss. Don't kiss someone who you just got married 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Get back into the period dramas and fuck off out of love. Actually, Kira Knightley, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, Kira Knightley is the worst actor in the world. She's not. She's pretty good in Pirates of the Caribbean. She was decent in that. What's is she? As Elizabeth Swan. Is she? What was that movie you yeah. and I saw recently where she was... Official Secrets. She was alright in Official Secrets. Like, you have uh, told me, Pirates of the Caribbean, off mic, that Official Secrets was shit. It wasn't shit. It was just so melancholy because of what it was exploring. What was it exploring? What was the secret? Uh, the real life story of a woman who uh, revealed uh, secrets, Brit- British secrets about America trying to influence EU members to vote to make the Iraq War happen. Right. And she released it to the papers and then she was put on trial for it and stuff. And she's like, I'm trying to protect the will of the British people and not the will of a government that's not even our government. The cast list for... I'm not going to lie. That it's not that, your, that, uh, that started off and there were so many words in the first sentence that I wasn't interested in. I would I never recommend it. To, it's, it. Not, it's not your kind of movie. <laughs> Pretty much, the only reason you should watch it is to reach your 100 movies of... But it's out the cinema now. So. The cast list for Love Actually is so good. Yeah, it's like Joe Wiley's in Love Actually. So are Ant and Dick. Are Ant and Dick? Yeah, they're in it because they're in the scene where uh, it's like. Are they there as Ant and Dick? Yeah, like, they, yeah, seems like they, they can't do anything else. Remember, like the, the best thing about Love Actually is that Claudia Schiffer's in it because Liam Neeson's character really fancies Claudia oh, yeah, Schiffer and he talks, about, he talks to the wee boy about. Claudia Schiffer all the way through, and it turns out Claudia Schiffer's daughter goes to his school and he meets her at the end. Yeah, is Keith Chegwin in it? Uh, no. Billy Bob Thornton's in it. It kind of feels like Keith Chegwin should be in this. Why? I don't know. This, this cast list so far screams Keith Chegwin to me. Do you know what's wild? I, mean, is I miss Keith Chegwin. I, actually, I don't. That guy There's a TV show that Phil can show you later on with Keith Chegwin out that you'll love. Is it Jungle Run Naked? Naked Jungle Run. What was the TV show called? Do you remember Naked Jungle Run, though? Uh, you, you've told me about this before. 
No. You remember Jungle Run? No. You know, no, you know Jungle yeah, Run. Yeah, I know. Okay, but I don't know Naked Jungle Run. Channel Four did a one-off special with this in the set of Jungle Run. Was Keith Chegwin? Keith Chegwin and like four couples, and they all got bollock naked and did the Jungle Run game. So it was still all the kids' games, but they just did it naked. There was no sex involved. But Keith Chegwin. Was it a charity thing? I don't know because the four the four couples were just regular couples. The only celebrity was Keith Chegwin, and he got his knob out. And poor Keith Chegwin, he oh. should not have got his <laughs> cock out. He like, he, I don't it's know. It's a very if, cold studio. It was either very cold or he was a bit anxious about. About it, but it, he does not you come see off his, well. Like, full on shaft? You see everything. We, I mean, you can try and see his shaft, but it's barely oh, there. Poor Keith Chegwin. Chegger's no. Poor Keith Chegwin. How uh, did we get here? <laughs> uh, so, Uncle Buck, love actually. Any other? Uh, what else did I watch? Is there any non Christmas? Oh, I guess Uncle Buck's a non Christmas movie. Like... Die Hard is I have Die Hard one and Die Hard two is also set. Yeah, Christmas. it's also a Christmas movie. Die Hard three is not. Nope, but, but Die Hard gonna, Three is. But Die Hard Three is. If you're great. gonna get, if Die Hard Three is the second best Die Hard movie. If you're gonna get wet, you may as well go swimming. So just watch all three. Uh, Might as well watch all five at that point, right? Nope, nope. <laughs> I've recently watched the fifth one. This I said if year, you're gonna get I'm wet, like... you may as well go swimming. I didn't say drown. <laughs> Stop at three. And then what else do I like watching at Christmas? I like. Uh, I really enjoyed the BBC's adaptation of Watership Down last year. Except the animation. Apart from the fact they spent all their budget on voice actors and spent no money on animation. Other than that, I did enjoy it. So it's not really Christmasy though, is it? Why not? It was on at Christmas. Well, yeah, but no, but it's savage that movie. Watership Town is not. I would, if you had put like a list of things in front of me and they were just a random list, and on one side you had Watership Down, another side Christmas, and I had to draw lines between things that matched up, I would never put Watership Down on Christmas. It's just rabbits tearing each other to pieces. What like, a long-winded way of saying you don't con- consider Watership Down. Well, no, but I'm thinking of other <laughs> things that would be on the list. Yeah, but it's, I like it. But does it make you feel Christmassy? I watch it at Christmas. Does it make you feel Christmassy? Yeah. How? just does. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Prove it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Gary, what movies inspire Christmas feelings within you at Christmas well, I recently time? watched Klaus on Netflix. I've heard that's excellent. It's fucking Is that brilliant. Is the one with uh, Kurt Russell? Uh, no. That's... Uh, the Christmas Chronicles, okay, which is also actually pretty good. I quite yeah, enjoyed that, that last year. Uh, no, Klaus is the Netflix is released this year. J.K. Simmons is Santa Claus, or sorry, is Klaus, Sold. and uh, I can never remember his name. Jason Schwartzman. That's a person. Yeah, from he's in Scott Pilgrim as the main Gideon. He he plays the main character, and Rashida Jones is mm. the is the female lead. The love interest. Um. However, going against my Christmas starts in December rule, I would from now on watch Klaus in the last week of November because it's it's a Christmas movie, but yeah. it's kind of not a Christmas movie. It's Shit, a, I'm too late to watch Klaus. Yeah, I mean, give it a watch because it's great. It really is. But it's it's the story of where uh, the, the myth of Santa Claus comes from, basically. I don't know if it's based on a true story or not. I would assume not. Um, but it's kind of the telling the story of that. So what I love about it, my favorite thing, is that you can watch it as a prequel to any other Christmas film that has Santa Claus in it. So Tim Allen's... Uh, yep, the Santa Claus, which is number two on my list. Okay, there you go. Because it's fucking batshit. Nothing about that film makes any fucking sense. No, Nothing about any Tim Allen film makes any sense. <laughs> it's such an early 2000s Tim Allen kind of vessel. It's like, great. It's so not a Tim Allen film where he gets like bitten by a dog and then he has all these animal... Probably features. Let's be honest. <laughs> but um, Santa Claus is, is yeah. Tim Allen's also a drug dealer. Here's here's a list of things that I love Allegedly. about Santa Claus. <laughs> One, 
you have to kill Santa to be Santa, which then makes you an immortal being, right? So why are Santa Clauses... Like, why did you Santa kill Claus, yourself? Why, was, was the Santa Claus that Tim Allen killed the original Santa Claus? Or was he just some other poor Schmuck. fucking guy who roped killed, who killed the last That's Santa That's an opportunity Claus. for a prequel right there. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's like a, a movie or something where it's like, if you... Well, I guess like any Viking movie where it's just like, hey, if I kill him, I become king. Or yeah. Game of Thrones, I kill him, I become Cal. Yeah. When the fuck did Santa Claus become like... <laughs> This territorial Viking-like movie is like you kill you kill Santa Claus. Well, you you get because of the magical contract that the the actual Santa Claus. I just of I just realized that the second one of those movies shouldn't have been like a Jack Frost or whatever. It should have been some guy who was like hunting down Tim Allen's Santa Claus. He's like, I want to be fucking. I want to be immortal. I want to be immortal. <laughs> I want to be Santa Claus. I'm gonna hunt this fucker down. Well, that brings me to point number two about the Santa Claus two. Um, in the Santa Claus 2, he has to find a wife, which is like a byline of the Santa Claus. And... The Shaggy Dog. That was the film. The Shaggy Dog. <laughs> it's got so 26% in, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> in Santa Claus 2, he has to find a wife, which is like a bylaw of the Santa Claus. Robert Downey Jr. Um, said it. And in that... So is Danny Glover. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Shaggy Dog movie Sorry. where Tim Allen gets bit by a dog. Tim Allen's a fucking ridiculous actor. I hate him so much. He's, uh, his character's called Dave Douglas. Fuck you, Tim Allen. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, the Santa Claus 2, he has to find a wife. There's another Santa Claus 3, which is the one with Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Oh, okay. But yeah, Santa Claus 2 has to find a wife. The elves are like, if you don't find a wife, we'll, we'll then you don't wife. get to be Santa Claus anymore. And I can't remember if they tell him he's going to die or not. He might or not. I don't remember. Because surely he'd just be like, Okay, no wife. No Can wife. I go back to my life, please? Yeah. So let must me be, go. It must have been death rather than wait. But there's no there's no sign of the previous Mrs. Claus. That's what I was about. Okay. Here's the two so questions. What, the fucking, I have. what do the elves do? That's in the first Santa Claus, uh, doesn't he have a wife and kids? Yes. And then in the second one, but he gives them up to be Santa. Well, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> He's, that's that's. Uh, not that, I've got, <laughs> not that I've got abandonment issues when it comes to fathers, but fuck Tim Allen's Santa Claus if that's what he, if he abandons his wife and kids. Yeah, mentally he's now nicer to all other kids in the world. Yeah, exactly. He probably gives his kids the be- the, the lion's share of the presents. I think though, his right? kids would probably pick a dad. <laughs> you give them the choice. And if they don't, they're cunts, so they deserve it. So. I mean, I used to write on my list of it a dad, and then, uh, and then it went down to dog, and then it just went down to... Just Bill. through the Ds. Just predator, I guess. <laughs> But uh, also, so second point, so when Tim Allen becomes new Santa Claus, mm-hmm. does does Mrs. Claus just like buy she dies? Bag, she dies? Yep. Well, I assume the elves devour her. Like like a, an well, old person that's to, fallen over and the, the cat's just She eat comes her? to one yeah. of my uh, dinner <laughs> parties. Christmas massacre. The Christmas massacre, yeah. I thought they would just like pack her bag and say, on you go. But F the, the, moment, the moment the magic of the Santa Claus is broken and it transfers to the next Santa, uh, Mrs. Claus is probably standing in the workshop and all the little elf heads just started to turn. And the Santa and she Claus realized, two. oh shit, it's time. And the Santa Claus too. If they oh. say, if you don't find a wife, you die. Yeah. And he doesn't find a wife and then he does die. Who then becomes Santa Claus? Somebody random. The magic randomly spits up into the air. And I have a hundred. I have such swings. fear. Yeah, that one day I'm going to be you. Get it? You wake up, fat, but you love Christmas. Beard. You get to be the epitome of Christmas. I don't want to be Santa. Like that's like say, like I love, I love the film, The Usual Suspects. But I don't want to be Kaiser Soze. Like I like consuming. Who's Kaiser Soze? Kevin Spacey. 
Oh, fuck's sake, Ryan. <laughs> Fucking ruined it. <laughs> I mean, what? Because we mentioned Kevin's busy. If you'd never seen the film, you wouldn't know that that was a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen half of the film. Uh, I've also... not seen all of... But it doesn't actually confirm that Kaiser Sozi is Kevin Spacey. You literally just said Kaiser Sozi, and I said, who's that? And you said Kevin Spacey. I presumed it's Kevin Spacey. It may just be a story. Kaiser, it's Kaiser Sozi's made up. It's too late now you've spoiled the movie for everyone. The, cat's out, the fish is out of the tank. Well, we're, you we're, cat, cats out, gonna, I was going to say cats We have to stay on the subject of Christmas films. Because okay. quite frankly, we've meandered. I would like. Fuck. I would like to come back to the first uh, Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen and rewrite the movie so that Tim Mrs. Allen's not in it. Done. Mrs. Claus. She will get rid of Tim Allen, but Mrs. Claus is like uh, SAS soldier because she wants to protect her job. Do you know what SAS stands for? It's super secret uh, army soldiers. Mrs. Claus doesn't want to lose out on this cushy wee thing she's got. So yeah. she's Why do we just? Sorry, I just can't, can't believe we quoted extra. <laughs> Ross Kemp. <laughs> yeah, so I just think Mrs. Claus could become like an assassin that tries to protect her husband. <laughs> She's just in the sleigh with the fucking sniper tracking him. It's like Tim Allen, you go anywhere fucking near him. Being just, Santa Claus must be the, a pretty sweet thing. You just said like, you didn't want to be Santa Claus, but it must be a decent job. But the way you guys are describing it is like everyone wants to be Santa Claus, so Christmas Day is basically just the fucking purge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking bear trap on yeah. the chimney. <laughs> oh, we should so write this movie. <laughs> what, the, the Santa Claus for the purge? Yes. <laughs> Wait, is there a Christmassy sound in purge? People love gritty reboots of stuff. Because they're doing that uh, A Christmas Carol uh, on BBC. I can't remember who, like... But it's like a gritty... It's like the guy who did Peaky Blinders and all that. He's, like, writing and directing it and stuff. And it's like this gritty retelling of uh, A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol's pretty gritty anyway. But this the is Jim like Carrey Christmas Carol that came out? No. Oh, no, the animated one? Yeah, it's shite. I had that weird Uncanny Valley thing. Yeah. Do you know what's a really great Christmas film? Is uh, the Polar Express? I was just about to say the Polar Express. That's I'm not so good. Not sold on the Polar Express. I, I think I was Polar too old for it. Again, it's really beautiful. The, the Uncanny Valley thing with Tom Hanks. Bit weird. It's the lifeless eyes. It is the lifeless eyes. I don't care. But the the movie's full of so much life beyond that. Oh, that was a wank thing to say. Thought we we're gonna get through this. Thought <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get through it. That was the most evil laugh I've ever heard you do. <laughs> you sounded like one of the Mario cousins. Do you know what I realised? I just did. I just we're lo- Ryan. I just loaded Ryan's gun for him, and he's about to give me full battles. <laughs> just like, just stop. If you were a Mario cousin, so an evil one, you'd be Wavin. Just really Wavin. Like, like Wario, <laughs> Waluigi, Wavin. Wavin. Wavin a fucking laugh. <laughs> are there so are there any other movies that inspire? Gremlins. I knew yeah, you were gonna say Gremlins. Good, Gremlins is a great Christmas film. film. It is. It's I fucking, just knew you were gonna say it. I just love Gremlins. I love them. I love them so much. I want a Mogwai. I want a Gizmo. I wanna feed it. I wanna get it wet. I don't wanna show it bright light. I want a bunch of them. I want them to go evil. I wanna take them down with my Corey Feldman sidekick and have a banging Christmas time. You shouldn't put Corey Feldman and banging in the same kind of I don't sentence. want to bang Corey Feldman I want him to come as my banging sidekick just context care- I just be careful with the word you choose a lot of <clears throat> producers have done things to Corey Feldman and I'm just worried that you're going to get wrapped up in all of that allegedly I in Gremlins you know there's the evil woman that mm-hmm. just wants to kill that dog for no reason mm-hmm. remember <laughs> yeah because there has to be someone who gets eaten by a gremlin and you're actually on the gremlins yeah side. but then but then the gremlins are evil. The gremlins are evil, right? And in the film, they're the bad guys. So then they kill the woman, and you're just left with this weird feeling of, 
Am I rooting for the gremlins now? Or, yeah, do, I, or do I want the woman to it's survive? It's like Joker. It's like, who am I rooting for? <laughs> yeah. watch, like, watch like four <laughs> seasons of Dexter. Because like Die Hard, there are only four seasons. That's <laughs> true. Um, you want him to... Like, he's just killing people. He's like, oh, they're bad people. I'm like... But they don't deserve to die necessarily. Some of them do. Some of them definitely do. Some of them do. deserve to suffer, not die. But a fair amount of them... That's even worse. <laughs> okay, sorry. You're advocating torture, Gavin. And no, now I it's mean, time for dinner, guys. Welcome <laughs> to no, my party. I'm in solitary confinement in a prison or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, like... <laughs> torture. Rooting for, rooting for someone who should be an antagonist is quite a huge thing in films. John McClane, he's not No, a but Gremlins aren't antagonists. They're the villains. They're literally the bad guys. They all have to get exploded at the end of the film. That's what an antagonist is. Venom. Remember that gem of a movie? Yeah, that's like an anti-hero. Oh. No, an antagonist is no, like... No, it's just a shite movie. Wait, what, sorry, maybe I misunderstood. When, you, don't, you don't root for the antagonist in Die Hard. John McClane is not a protagonist. Yes, he's, he is. He's portrayed as a protagonist, but he's not a good guy. Yeah, but he's still the protagonist of the movie. Also, like, so watching a war what, film... No, what you're arguing is watching Die Hard and being like, come on, Hans Gruber, get that little fucking sneaky American. Get but him you're out of watching defense. a war film and you're, you're like, so you're watching Pearl Harbor... Yeah. You're rooting for the main guys in Pearl Harbor. But like the Japanese thought they were the good guys as well. Yeah, I agree with you. But I mean, the gremlins are the bad guys. They're I little watched... shits and they kill humans. Why? But yeah, they, they were kill made that by... guy in the in the school. They kill the teacher. They just murder him straight up. Yeah, that's because they're confused. They don't know what's going on. No, they're not confused. They're literally vicious little cartoon monsters. They want to they just cause fucking wish mayhem. I had the gremlins at my dinner party. <laughs> gremlins would have been a gremlins fucking are... great shout at the dinner party. Gremlins can, are so good, man. We can do another dinner party episode next year. Gremlins right? too though is too much. Gremlins 2 is more of the same. <laughs> no, it's so good. Gremlins 2 is like the first film on cocaine. Yes, because literally everyone who made it was <laughs> on cocaine. It was and on it's great. So you've got a Fraser Crane gremlin. You've got a sexy gremlin. The flying gremlin. The flying goggle the spider gremlin. gremlin. Spider gremlin. That's, that's fucking terrifying. Sexy lady gremlin. You said sexy lady gremlin twice. Because she is so She's sexy. sexy. She deserves to be brought up twice. <laughs> She's good. Gremlins 2 is amazing. You've got that old man that's Dracula, like that kind of weird semi-famous old man that, yeah, that is appears weird. in things. And every time I see him, I'm like, oh, there's that old guy that only plays Dracula a bunch. And then I never see him again. And he turns up as Dracula Lee? or something else. No, I wish it was Christopher Lee. Uh, you got a Rambo reference? Gremlins 2 is fucking great. Gremlins Should we just watch Gremlins good. 2? It is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. The electric I'm, gremlin? The thing I'm worried about is when they do a remake and it's all CGI. Mm. Or a reboot. <laughs> I feel like they won't. I think Gremlins and Back to the Future seem to be like weird. I mean, we've been over this before. They shouldn't remake Back to the Future or do a sequel to Back to the Future because they're just not that good. Yeah, but they seem to be weirdly locked in time. Like that doesn't well, seem like they're going to do a sequel Back to the Future. Reboot. Ironically, uh, ironically, is it John Hughes? Did uh, yeah. He's just like how many? He's like even after I, my, I die, I've said to my estate. Never give them the rights to do anything with these movies. Like I don't want them ever touched again. And I'm like, yeah. as bad as those movies are, respect to you for doing that. Because I wish more people had that kind of. Ability. I feel like you keep saying they're bad movies to goad me. Yes, I am. It's well, like when you wrong. goad me with the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom being a bad movie, but Christmas Skull better than that. Or you'd go after the Sam Raimi Spider Man films and Ryan, don't start. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, we'll get to that at some point. But it's just like, I like, to, you know, we goad each it's other. It's nice when people like say that, like they say to their estate, like just leave them because I don't want it ever to be touched again. Here we which go. Which is definitely what Corey Feldman's going to say to his estate. <laughs> right. Any other Christmas movies uh, that we like? Yeah, the best recommend? Christmas movie in the world is Home Alone. Fucking come out. Home Alone. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Home Alone. Home Alone is the pièce de résistance. It's the best. Home Alone Two is also fucking good. Home Alone Three is actually not even that bad. I've only seen one and two. Wait, Home Alone Three is trash. 
It, Kevin McAllister is not in Home Alone three. Yeah, because well, he was Home definitely four, right? snorting yeah. drugs and sucking dicks by then. But like, yeah, he's not in Home Alone. Home Alone four does not exist. No, wait, no, because I think Home Alone four. I have it on DVD. Wait, wait, maybe there's a, maybe it's Home Alone three. No, Home Alone three is the one I like, and Home Alone four is the one that. Which ones? Which ones? The kid got a, a rat called Dolores. That's Home Alone 3. Yeah, I like Because I've seen Home Alone 3. Home Alone 3 is fucking good. Home Alone 3 is good, isn't Home it? Home Alone 3 is good. I've only seen one in three. Like, other than the fact that Kevin McAllis is not in it, it's more of the... Like, there's nothing There's nothing wrong about it. Yeah. It's just... It's it's Home Alone done yeah. again with, like, My, newer toys and Macaulay shit. Macaulay Culkin said that there was a script floating around for a while that... And it was only the only time he was interested to maybe return to the Home Alone and watch in the script. It was... Uh, Kevin McAllister was the one now breaking into the house because of all the psychological trauma he had got as a kid. It fucked him up, and he was the one now trying to break into but the house. That should be called Leave Alone. I was just like, I like that was the Leave only, it alone. I think that sounds pretty cool. Like, that, he's like, that's the script, and then it never came about. Yeah, kind of like fuck. Because see, Home Alone, Home Alone One. John Candy's in it. Amazing. Oh yeah, playing the oboe, the polka guy, polka guy, polka polka polka. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but other than that, it's really. The majority of Home Alone 1 is just Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, and the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> Do I think now... Mav. Hey, Mav. I think he's now has a, like a snake farm, and him and his wife just like look after snakes and stuff. I'm pretty sure he's still an actor, man, but okay. No, I'm pretty sure, like, I saw a video where he's, he's still acting on the side, but his main source of income is snake farm. It's, it's the most sluttery little bastard. I saw a video where I'm pretty sure he just like had a snake... I don't know. I mean, Daniel Stern. I may be putting... What I, what I love about Home Alone is that Macaulay Culkin's Kevin McAllister, so Kevin McAllister, is out to murder those people. Yes, 100%. Like, like he he puts a rusty nail through a floorboard and gives somebody, most likely, tetanus. He brands somebody with the fucking... The door. The door. Um, what, same person. <clears throat> it's the second one where he just, like, he lobs bricks off the top <laughs> of a three-story building... But to people's there heads. is something I will say: an Italian American upbringing will give you a solid fucking skull. This is true because those men, those take, men well, die so many times in Home Alone. I, well, that was what I was going to say. The, the the unwritten thing, the unspoken thing in Home Alone is that death doesn't exist. No, it can't. It literally can't because otherwise they. You're well, right. Fact, they no, would have death, died. Death does time exist time once, and it's in the scene where Donald Trump appears on the screen, and you see the epitome of death before you. <laughs> That was yeah. a wank thing to say. It was, it was funny, but it was a wank thing to say. Well, you know, I'm full of wank things. Uh, there are two. Full there's, of wank. there's one movie and then a franchise that I feel have to be talked about during Christmas time, mm-hmm. and we see how people feel about this movie. This movie is coming back into cinemas this week, oh. directed by John Favreau. The movie Elf. Mm-hmm. It's now oh. become one of those Christmas movies that has entered into the uh, the higher echelon of must be watched Christmas movies. I did want to talk about Elf too. And sure. who are what? Well, not who? What are people's thoughts? Hi, on echelon. Elf. Zoe Deschanel Hi, is echelon. So it's so hot an elf. Echelon. Is it echelon or echelon? Echelon. Is it? Yeah. Why every week we have to explain how a word is pronounced to you? It's really weird. <laughs> it's true. There are a lot of words. That... I read a lot, you motherfuckers. Apologies. But clearly you're reading the words wrong. You, no, if but you... see if you read all the time and you don't watch lots of stuff, it's always you, something gets so ingrained into your head of how it sounds. Yeah, I haven't heard that word before. I've only ever read it. Because I, like, I know people lot. who think it's pronounced gillet instead of gilet, my girlfriend. Oh, shut <laughs> Sorry, shout wait, what, what's a gilet or a gilet? A gilet is a body warmer. Oh. Like a jumper? It is, it's, no, like, like a Marty McFly life like jacket. Yeah, like, oh, like a bomber jacket. No, a bomber jacket has sleeves. When you use that in the Marty McFly with a red puffer thing. Oh, okay. I would have called that a bomber jacket with no, like it's, a sleeveless it's called, bomber jacket. It's called jacket. a gilet. 
It's incredible it's how Gillette is spelled G-I-L-L-E-T So most people read Gillette. it as Gillette Gillette, the best a man can get Or a woman if she wants to use one she can use No, I know, you're just saying like, that's, no, You've just spelled you the word Gillette bastard, You hate women, it's okay I mean, we said female character earlier and you corrected us by saying love interest. So. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, anyway. That uh, was a joke. <laughs> I, I love that uh, we tried to talk about the movie Elf and it's just uh, talked about Echelon. I think the more the more, the more, more I watch Elf, I definitely, it's def- I definitely watch it every year, but the m- Are you going to go to the cinema to see it this year? You've got an unlimited card. There's maybe like... F- Sold out, mate. It's oh, going to okay. be like four or five times, maybe, maybe not even that many, maybe two or three years more and I'm going to watch Elf for the last time. Every time I watch it, it gets worse. Yes. It's a movie where, like, the first time you watch it, because I'm sure when we watched it, we were all, well, maybe not you, you old man. Uh, we're all still pretty <laughs> young, though. I'm, I'm kidding. We were all very young when I we watched it. I was in primary it. school when Elf came out. And, yeah, same. And all the, like, the Coca-Cola burping jokes and, like, all that kind of stuff. It's, like, it's funny. It's like, ah. And then you'd imitate it and stuff. But now, going back to it as an adult and watching it, I'm just like, oh, this is a Will Ferrell movie. And I hate Will Ferrell movies. My favourite part of Elf is when he's leaving the North Pole and there's Goodbye, all this animated... Yeah, yeah. Bye, <laughs> Mr. Narwhal. Hi, <laughs> money. Hope you find Why your Why is it, t- it takes him like 10 minutes to walk from the North Pole to New York as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just love that. That's my favourite Also, there's bit. just jokes about... Cause Peter him being just... big in the, in the Elf place is funny. That's... The best, the best jokes are at the beginning. The intro to Elf is good. Yeah, he's too big. That's all gold. I mean, it has like a nice... As you'd expect, wholesome ending. This is a Christmas film. Yeah. Are there any Christmas films without a wholesome ending? Is there any Christmas films that kind of just finish and you're like, I mean, that was definitely a Christmas film, but it ended not the way I wanted it to end. Home Alone? No, Home Alone ends well. The mum turns back up. Yeah, but... Hey, why didn't Kevin no, McAllister go to any of his friends' houses or ring anyone? Do you think he has friends? He's I a mean, sociopath. He can't ring anyone. Sociopaths don't have the, friends. Uh, the phone, remember the, the wire for the phones? Maybe he could leave. Yeah, he could. I think, <laughs> but I think it's quite talked about how Kevin McAllister is a bit of a loner. He's a sociopath. You know, he just gets bullied. That, no, that kid comes around. The one that gets counted in his. He goes space. on holiday too. He goes away the next day. He talks about that. Oh, uh, okay. Fair I'll enough. I'm fucking then. big up Home Alone. Fair enough. Alone. Fair enough. But yeah, like, that point. I think they obviously the main thing about they Home got rid Alone, of his ticket. I know that bit. But the thing, main, main thing you have to remember about Home Alone, they, the dad sweeps up rubbish and gets rid of a, a uh, plane yeah. ticket. It's Kevin's ticket. The back, main so, thing to remember sorry. about Home Alone is that he doesn't think his family have gone on holiday and left he him. Thinks he, made he thinks his he made them all disappear. I made my family disappear. No, you fucking didn't. They've just left you. Sociopath. Buzz, the picture. I'm sure I've said. Les incompetents. The the picture of Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Uh, <laughs> woof. Why are there not so many quotes from Because <laughs> really? it's good. But you know that picture? That was yeah. the director's son in a wig. Because <laughs> the director went, I can't like, I can't choose a picture of a random girl and get and like yeah. take the piss out of her. That's not that's fair. fucked up. So he just put his son in a wig, took a photo of him, and then made Macaulay Culkin go, woof. <laughs> Buzz his girlfriend, woof. Buzz, I'm in your room. Uh, and the, I think the last Christmas thing that has been talked about is the franchise that's now shown... Every year at Christmas. I was going to say, no, uh, the Harry Potter franchise. Ugh, what? It's not a Christmas film. No, I'm, I'm not saying Christmas it is. Thing. I'm just asking the question. So the third one. Every year they showed the Harry Potter yeah, films actually, wait. Yeah, during Christmas your time. your fucking argument, he's not wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just asking, do we watch Harry Potter at Christmas? Because last year, Audio Boy and I, we watched... We intermittently watched the Harry Potter films because they're all on ITV during Christmas time. Audio Boy doesn't even remember this, but we had them on the TV a lot. It's because of his tequila habit. <laughs> I do have a tequila habit. See, I was talking about film. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, I watched the Harry Potter films 
last this year, last year with Hannah. Just watch them. I think last year and the lead up year. to the Crimes of Grindelwald. And I'm okay with not watching them again for another seven years. I'd say I like I watch Harry Potter films frequently. I, there's probably not. It's going to be a long time before I ever watch them in order ever again. I sometimes I just like you know what I fancy Harry Potter. Fancy I mean, over the Christmas Christmas time, I'll be flicking the channels and one of them will be on and I'll stop for like ten minutes. What? What was that? Hmm? Nothing. Okay. I'll be flicking the channels and then I'll just I'll just stop for ten minutes, watch for a wee bit, and be like, oh cool, and then I'll move on again. The third one's the best. Third one is the best. What do you think of all the Grinches? I've seen the Jim Carrey one, and I've seen the the original animated one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I like the original animated. The Jim Carrey one, I'm just like. Did the new animated one not come out like last year? Yeah. I feel like it Benedict came out three months ago or something. No, it was, but it was an Illumination movie, so it means it's just pure garbage. It was all right. What's wrong with Illumination, Gav? Uh, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm with him on this. The, the majority absolute, of Illumination puts out is fucking. They're the absolute shit. dearth of animation, creativity, and interesting uh, movies. Yeah, they don't show that on uh, don't show that at Sundance. So. <laughs> That's not a thing in my life. I don't follow things from Sundance. But I, I'm with you. Illumination, trash. They gave us Minions, for example. Which is fine. What sweet corn dungarees? Yeah, <laughs> they give us sweet corn dungarees. They're where immortal. Where are their sh- where are their shoulders? They don't have shoulders. They just come so straight out. How do they hold their dungarees on? Out and bend. I can't picture it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I honestly can't. picture Please it. leave that full silence in <laughs> to really fuck with people. So uh, everyone in the world going, where, how do they hold their dungarees on? <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I mean, any other Christmas films that I like? I'm trying to think now. Um, I think we've we've <clears throat> kind of made off this sort of biggins. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No, nope. Fuck the National Lampoon movies. It's great. Nope. Fuck that and fuck Chevy Chase. We've not talked about the holiday. The holiday's good fun. I like holiday. It's nice. Jack Black, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz. Do you know what? Do you know what Christmas film I enjoyed? Wait, that's th- last Jack year. Black and Cameron Diaz, the American. No, not oh much. <laughs> I thought it was last year, but it was not. It was so many years ago. Was the Krampus? That was good. Yes, Krampus. I, I, was, was Krampus. I was about to say Krampus. That's a good horror Christmas movie. Is it? I need to give it a watch. Uh, bottom, bottom, bottom of my list. And I'm going to say this because Hannah doesn't listen to these anyway. Um, so if you do ever listen to this, Hannah, I apologize now. Uh, I will lie to your face continuously. Christmas with the Cranks is by far one of the worst films I've ever watched <laughs> in my entire life. Is it one of her favourite? It's one of her favourite Christmas films and she spent £6 buying it from Amazon. Six very pounds. excited and I was like, okay, for £6 it must six be £6 is decent. not super. It's not bad, but I, you know if you're buying a digital film you want to spend like two quid. You get yeah. it in a sale. Yeah. She was like, I'm buying it for six quid and she did and I was like, okay, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt here. It might be fine. Um, Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd. That hey. might be it. Oh, Martin Short? I think is Martin it? Short in it? No, maybe it's not mine. There's another character that I was like, oh, I know him. Anyway, it's fucking hot trash. <laughs> it's it's such a, a beautiful, beautiful garbage fire of a movie. It's it's almost unwatchable. And I have to bareface lie to my partner and watch it again this year and tell her, yep, that's fine. I'm happy to watch that again next year. My, uh, my question is, that I have from everything you've just said, is... Jamie Lee Curtis is in a Christmas movie mm-hmm. and a Halloween movie. Is she in any other holiday movies? Is she in a Valentine's movie, a Thanksgiving Who movie? Who gives a fuck? I'm, I'm interested. Is she like? Who cares? Is she going through? Shut up! Who is she cares? trying to be in all of the holiday movies? 
One, one <laughs> is movie, there any one, more holiday movies? Is a Black Friday one movie? One excellent movie we did for, forget about, which might be the highlight, the most emotion that this actor, huge actor, who we've talked about recently, has ever portrayed on screen is the film Jingle All the Way with mm-hmm. Alan Schwarzenegger. Oh, which yeah. is an excellent Put Christmas movie. Put that cookie down. Great Christmas movie. Please stop quoting it's impossible. I have to do it. Sinbad's in that. You said you were going to kill me. You said you were going to kill me, man. I lied. I lied. Here's a, an unpopular opinion because there's always the, is it Halloween? Is it Christmas? Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a Halloween movie. I like watching it. I like watching the first half in November <laughs> and I like watching the second half in December. <laughs> the very easy answer to this question is it's just a rubbish movie. So we don't have to watch it. It's, it's not, not a rubbish, not rubbish movie. Movie. So we just have to watch it. So but it's not rubbish. It's not rubbish. Kind of rubbish. What's rubbish about it? Just don't care. It, that's fine. Just because you don't care about it doesn't make it rubbish. In fact, I've genuinely found it makes it quite a good film. <laughs> 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 that's fair, actually. Uh, I can't argue um, that Yeah, part. that's a Halloween movie. Like, but the only reason I think I watch it more at Halloween than Christmas is because I feel like Halloween... Other than horror films, there's not really any like Halloween. There's not like any nice Halloween films to watch, yeah. really. Um, I watch it at Christmas Disney because ones. I think the first time I saw it, it was on at Christmas, Christmas. time, and it's just that I watch Halloween, nostalgia thing. I watch Nightmare for Christmas, I watch Casper, and I watch Hocus Pocus. They're my Halloween movies, hmm. which we're not talking about. So I'll shut the fuck up. Cool. Have you got any films that you fucking hate at Christmas? Christmas with the Cranks is up there. That's mine. I I hate all the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen films. <laughs> fucking, I hate Tim Allen so much. Don't know if I've mentioned this, but I fucking hate Tim Allen. Hey, I mean, I don't really just, I don't really watch Christmas, but as you learn from my list of Predator, Lethal Weapon, and... Uh, In three years. Die Hard. Like, I've not seen it yet this year, but probably this year, actually. I said three years earlier, I was being nice. I'm going to hate Elf this year. I hate Elf. Yeah. It's not that good. <laughs> like, Zoe Deschanel is super hot in it, but it's not that good. When she does the singing, it's like, sure. But again, it's a Will Ferrell movie. I'm like, oh, nah, I can't do it. And Jean Favreau is not that great a director, to be honest, is he? He's her- definite hit or miss. Congrats, though. To John Favreau, he directed something that he wasn't in. Good for you. I mean, he's not in The Mandalorian so far, so he wasn't in the Jungle Book. He might have done a voice though. He was. He was the wee uh, the wee bird at the start. Was he? Oh, it <laughs> prove he wasn't. <laughs> you can't start saying that because I would never be able to prove anything. That's, I don't know enough all, about that. All the time, he really does say it all the time. I spend too much time with him, and he says it all the time. Right? Are we rapping? We done? The night before Christmas. That's a fucking shit Christmas film. With uh, uh, Seth, Rogen, Seth Rogen, Joseph well, Gordon-Levitt, what, and uh, what we should do, Anthony Mackie, is Christmas is a time of joy, wholesomeness, and happiness. And what? Who is the one person that brings all of that into our lives? Santa Claus. Audio Boy. So, yeah. Audio Boy, what is your favorite? We'll end on his favorite Christmas. What's your movie? favorite Christmas movie? It's not necessarily a movie. Uh, there's one we didn't mention. Robbie the Reindeer. We're voiced by And you can Irish find guy. us on it. <laughs> James Nesbitt. No. Ardell O'Hanlon. Ardell O'Hanlon. Yeah, yeah, we're always mixing them up. James Nesbitt. <laughs> we forgot uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Ah, fuck oh, that with one. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough and totally uh, Matilda. Fine, yeah. but it's, it's just kind of... That girl's name is not Matilda, but... It's too nice. That's I think problem. what you should do is nice. name... It's too nice. It's too trite. One after the other. All the best Christmas song ever. And then we'll stop. The best Christmas song ever? Yep. All right. Go. Boney M, uh, Mary Boy Child. Go. Uh, oh, I fucking hate the that one song. Where it's the one like, I think of. The, the one where it's the couple in New York and he's like, Christmas, and he's got like, he's teeth in New York by the Pogues. There we go. Fucking hell. Go. Feliz Navidad. Okay. Feliz Navidad. It's, it's, it's step into Christmas by Elton John, but okay, carry on. <laughs> right, but, that's it from us, guys. Wrap us up, Gary. That was our... 
Like a Christmas Wrap present. Wrap us up. Wrap us up like a Christmas present. That was our I Christmas. I about halfway through the episode. That was our Christmas episode. We might do another one. We are not going to do another what, one. What else would we have to talk about? I don't know. Do another one would be a hard sell. <laughs> Should I say a tin sell? We. Right, we want to do another Christmas. This was your one and only Christmas episode. We hope you agreed. And if not agreed, uh, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. As a send Come an email. Us. Send an email. The that's, only email or message do. or any correspondence we've ever had is the one mentioned last week. And uh, one from Gary's mum this week who has written in to confirm that she's not a rug muncher. Mentioned by Gary early days. I'm Shout out to Gary's mum. I'm sure it was Gavin. It was not Gavin. Because I actually, this is when we just first met and I thought that your mum might be a lesbian. And I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. No, but, but it was a recent episode because she's then, listening to them in order. She's only just got to the last couple of episodes. But it's, uh, I was here when you said it, so it's, it's Ryan Eda. Of yeah, Ryan exactly. Eda. Wow. Someone's got a fucking head on him, eh? <laughs> yeah. The Ryan Eda of the podcast. Not, All right. Like, it's like, yeah. So, yeah, send us anything. Just any. If you want to send us a picture, draw me, draw me, a, draw me a photo of what you draw think. Draw me a we, photo. What, what you think. Yeah, if anyone who's listening like, has never met us. Draw us. Draw us. Draw us. <laughs> draw Please us. draw us and send oh, it to I us. I don't want to see what people think or I look send like. Or us, send us the film characters you think we most look like. There, yeah, that's even better. I'm yeah, gonna get drawing. fucking like Slimer or something. You definitely sound hotter I'm than you look. Getting slimer. I sound hotter than I look. Yeah, you look quite like Slimer though. So. Cheers, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new wonderful friendship you just two are bolstering. I like the idea that I sound hotter than I look. I don't yeah. know why I like that. I should. I've got a face for radio. Plot twist: Gavin's black. <laughs> right, he's not. Thank you for listening. No As always, Gavin, black. get us on all the usual social medias: Instagram, Facebook, search for the Meandering Movie Podcast. Uh, Twitter is at Meandering Pod. Email is the Meandering Movie Podcast at gmail.com. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, there's links in the description. And please leave us a review where possible. Yeah. Give us a follow on Spotify. Review us on iTunes. Yep. Um, Tell your pals. You. Tell your pals. Tell your mum. Tell your dad. Well, tell fact, your... That, that's just, I had a this this this. In fact, this year when you get home for Christmas and you think, you know what I want to do? Give I want to give my mum and dad the best present I can. Just don't give them this podcast. No, give them this podcast. Buy them something nice. No, give them this podcast. Put it on a hard drive or like print off the page, off off the Spotify. I uh, I got a message. Gaff put his hand up there just for the listeners. <laughs> I got a message. Hey, please. On Instagram from a friend, uh, a friend of Ryan and ours, uh-huh. uh, Ryan and ours, uh, Ryan and I, uh, who, shout out to Eddie who just sent sent a wee, wee messages saying, "I love these, by the way." Talking about the podcast, I thought, "Thank you so much," That's and then she just complimented Audio Boy. Shout out to Eddie go. who is in. Love you, Eddie. France. Miss you. So yeah, thank and you. Cool. Our friend, our friend Thomas says that. Gavin is funnier on the podcast than in real life, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes because he is close friends with. Gavin and Ryan and not Gary. No offense to Gary. He says right. he sometimes, when he doesn't see us for a long time, listens to the podcast and pauses Gary's bits and adds in his own bits. <laughs> he misses <laughs> us he, that much. And he pretends it's a conversation. Shout <laughs> 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 out to Thomas. One, one day we'll have him on and he won't have to pause the podcast. Well, from now on, I'm just going to talk continuously so he can't pause. Well, that's my what you bits. do anyway. No, I'm from through everything. Even when you guys are talking, I'm just going to whisper into the mic. You can't fucking cut me out now, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> right, guys, that's it from us. Um, Thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back next week. Uh, Gavin, what's the episode next week going to be? Star Wars. Thank you for listening. Catch you. Bye-bye. Bye. Music is life. It's the Andorin Movies.
It's me Adderin' Movies It's me Adderin' Movies So won't you lend an ear